Hey-o! Welcome to another episode of the Best Friends Discuss <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, with Dude. my co-host. This guy. That guy. Uh, and then we also have Dane, the fan favorite. Well, hello. And Spencer, Starscream. Uh, can we come up with a fake last name for you? I'm not the fan favorite, Starscream. I was thinking Sullivan. <laughs> Spencer Starscream Sullivan, the SSS. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that could be taken. Well, it's bro. three S's. It's fine. It's more ch- S's, more successes. It weirdly now <laughs> seems like a blend of like the KKK KK and, and the, the SS. SS. Uh. Uh, we're not racist. Keep working on it. We're gonna figure it out <laughs> yeah. one of these days. Yeah. Anyway, um, hi there. Welcome. Uh, so we were on this guy's podcast. We were on Dane's podcast. That's me. Um, well, you were. I was. Uh, and we talked about um, we talked about Star Wars with yes. that guy over there. There we go. That guy, Starscream, Who? Spencer. Who? You, Sullivan. Sullivan. Um, and uh, so we decided to come here and also talk about Star Wars with that guy. Bradley. Yeah. Um, because Brad heard the episode and had some opinions because, you know, he's the most opinionated person I know. And so we <laughs> we just true. wanted to talk about, uh, talk about uh, some Star Wars stuff. Um, you keep moving it and my thing keeps shaking in front of me. I feel like it's just gonna like slap me in the face. Okay, that's my goal that's for what this I'm podcast. Also now hoping, for <laughs> <laughs> like, just love tap you. Just, ah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so yeah. Um, take it away. Right. Who starts? Where do we begin? Well, what's the prompt, Mike? Well, it's Star Wars. A long time ago, <laughs> in galaxy far, far, far away. away. Um, well, okay. So, so Brad, what, what was it about the, uh, Dane and friends podcasts where we talked about star Wars? What was your opinion on all that? Like, well, I guess to get into it, uh, a lot of it, you guys were basing most of yours off of four five and six, Uh huh. which understand they are basically the best ones out there. Quintessential. Um, some would say. Did you use? Didn't you use quintessential the last time too? Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but there was uh, more of an argument on which one was better, uh-huh. and uh, I felt like your argument was a little stale. So what he wanted to do is he wanted on some to, of it. He it was help back you up a bit because right. your thought was Empire Strikes Back is the best. Yes. And I do also agree with that. Now, I understand a lot of Spencer's thoughts on this. So, but like, <laughs> before that, before that, I just to. Just Sounds to, like we got a lot of heretics. In <laughs> <laughs> we, we also wanted, I, I want to preference this that I haven't seen the star, like all the Star Wars movies in a while yeah we we haven't seen so, them in a while so well besides yeah. the newest ones which same, now same with me it's you have seen, seen all them. the new ones so we can ones. also bring some of that into the conversation <laughs> are you holding it's been hands. about a week for me it's been a long time <laughs> let go of my hand <laughs> uh, 
It's like you guys are just playing jump rope. It hurts. <laughs> Behave yourself, you two. You know we can't. You're right. So anyway, you want to back me up? Yeah. Okay. Because we're best friends. We are. We are. Um, I have to agree that <laughs> that just getting settled in. Yeah, getting settled in. Um, I think the part that you were kind of missing on there, which is like there wasn't a whole. There's not a whole lot of action when you're looking back on Empire Strikes Back. Besides the Battle of Hoth, like yeah, there isn't much there. And I will agree with you on that. It is a little bit more of a slow burn. But I think what it brings in is the peril that is needed for Return of the Jedi to actually be something. And so it brings in the dire straits that without Return of the Jedi wouldn't be... Like, you wouldn't have the reason to have it. And I think that's that's my big thing with it. It it is a little bit more of a slow burn, but it, it, it brings in that darker tone. The the one that shows you why the Empire is so strong and stuff like that, that gives you more stakes to the game. Absolutely. Empire Strikes Back does its job, right? Which is to make Return of the Jedi the best one. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta have I, you a know foundation. What? You know what? I have props on that one. Just <laughs> he took those words and he just twisted them, crushed them, and threw I, them down. It's Are you still playing like your said, Star Wars game? <laughs> I was in a rage. Shut up. <laughs> As soon as he finishes loading, I'm, I'm logging off. Okay? No, you're all right. <laughs> I just feel like we got a thing going here. You're, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Star Wars with Star Wars. That's so all. Here, so, okay. Yes. Absolutely. I, I do. I, I can't stress enough. I love I love New Hope and I love Empire and I love Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is my favorite. But it does not mean I don't love Empire. It yeah, plays I get, a crucial I, yeah. role in the trilogy. You got to have it. You gotta have the, you know, the first one's great because it's like, oh, we're the heroes and we won, and then the second one's like, yeah, oh, you have to shit, have the sword and the guys... stone drama, basically. Yeah, and then the second one's like, whoa, but like these guys ain't no pushovers, and then in the third one they're like, yeah, we fucked them up anyways, and that's, you know, you need all three. My, like I said, um, I, I like sounds like you watched it or heard it anyways, the one where yep. we talked. My yep. biggest fucking complaint in that movie is just how much time is spent using an inanimate object <laughs> as a as a plot device as a crutch yeah i mean for fuck's sake three-fourths of the goddamn movie revolves around the fact that the hyperdrive on the millennium falcon isn't working <laughs> how is that a movie <laughs> you know what i want you guys to make a two and a half hour movie about how your car doesn't start done i could probably do that you could? Would it be good? Probably not. Um, if we've learned anything I mean, in recent history, the MacGuffin lasso is another example <laughs> of this. <laughs> we we went and saw uh, Wonder Woman 84, 1984. Okay. I'm sorry. Garbage. Yeah, So, the Millennium Falcon dressed as uh, her lasso. Oh, That's... <laughs> 
it like it just it, stops working. <laughs> like if you guys don't care for spoilers and yeah, I'm not. If I see it, I see it, but I'm not going out of my way to see so, it. So, and I'm going to spoil it. So, it's literally like she could do everything with that lasso, and it got so ridiculous. I, this was me in the theater. So I was, like, I was questioning life choices at that point. Were you so, also muted? <laughs> that, that was honestly yeah, that mainly was for the webcam. Probably. but But, so basically, like, in the movie... The lasso, so like a bullet is going towards someone, and she like looks back, and she grabs her lasso and just swings the lasso around. Which the thought is what she's gonna knock the bullet away. Yeah, just kind of like bitch slap it. (laughs) Got it. She she catches the bullet. She catches the bullet, and then the bullet is compelled to tell the truth. That's right. Yeah, like like I get that it's a magic lasso, but just like what? And then, like, like this this part I was okay with, but she was like spinning the lasso around to like, to like have the bullets just kind of like ricochet off of it. It seems extra I'm stupid, right. especially when she has the wrist guards. Which yeah, were the whole point of yeah. the wrist guards yeah. were to block but, like, the bullets. In the trailer, right? The trailer shows like lightning striking, and she's using the magic lasso to basically like move through the sky using lightning and I, even in that trailer she was riding the lightning like like Ooh. it was it was cool it was a cool scene except she just learned how to fly <laughs> well yeah that is a wonder woman superpower so so like it was a cool scene but it just made no sense literally with everything and it just like it just they used the the lasso just to propel that story forward constantly yeah, it, if there was a lag that's that's how like, they used it just to push it forward i think you've even said that this in the in the dane and friends episode but uh it was pretty much like it's sh- like the lasso should have had a credit yeah like you don't that's the problem with empire is that it would be very interesting if han solo was having personal growth on his own accord it would be very interesting if leia was having personal growth on her own accord it seems very dumb when it's just like, well, we're bored because our cars broke down. <laughs> and you're like... Stranded out in the middle what of a love, world. What a love story, huh? Like, <laughs> you know, and that's... It really should... It was basically... It, it was basically its own character, which Empire is a great movie, but three-fourths of the movie I don't give a shit about. There's the Hoth battle. There's Luke and Dagobah. And then there's the final confrontation. And really, everything else in between is so unneeded. Yeah. They could have even thrown in the actual Han Solo-Leia romance into Return of the Jedi, where it would have made more sense. And also, that's what they were already doing in Return of the Jedi. There's the whole scene where he, you know, Han Solo is like, oh, like, you like Luke, and like, I'm all upset and jelly over it. And then she's like, no, you don't understand. And like... That's already being set in that movie. Like, why spend so much time to be like, well, their car broke down, and they're on an asteroid, and, like, they're just fucking around, and then Han Solo's being Han Solo, and then they, they get to baby-making, and and you're just like, okay, like, okay, I guess. But, I really I really like the, the idea of you just keep referencing the Millennial Falcon as a car. Like, yeah. Did you say Millennial Falcon? Well, I mean, you what think about it. 
I don't even know. He's definitely said Millennial Falcon. In the Star Wars universe, ships basically are the equivalent. Of right. Falcon. I just, yeah. I just, I'm thinking of like a four door sedan when but you're talking what... about the Falcon. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm using that to strengthen my argument because you take that, you put it into a silly idea like that, and then say apply that to today, like in today's yeah. real world, like it doesn't come off nearly as romantic. It doesn't come off nearly as like what they were trying to portray. That doesn't make empire a bad movie by any, by any means. It's yeah. just, it's, it's, it's a crutch to the movie and it makes it yeah. kind of slow down. Show me more of Luke on Dagobah for God's sake. Yeah. Like that's some interesting ass. God, shit. I really love that part. It's my favorite part of the movie. I'm actually curious, Dane. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? My favorite? You uh, say is... eight, you're out now. <laughs> 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 I've told you this before. It was five because of those the because of the character development that happens with the Luke. you know the hyperdrive. <laughs> <laughs> All the personal growth of the hyperdrive. All the personal growth of the hyperdrive. Yeah, but yeah. No, it's it's watching Luke's story progress further and further and then coming to the climax with it with him and, and Vader fighting that's my favorite part of all of the Star Wars movies I know this is probably an unpopular opinion but really in my opinion a new hope when they find the sand crawler destroyed and they start putting the pieces together, and then he rushes back home to find that his aunt and uncle have been murdered. Yeah. And they're just blackened skeletons. And he's standing there, and he's, like, going through that Mark Hamill moment. <laughs> I really don't think, like, comparatively, as far as, like, cinema is concerned, that is the most personal growth you technically see on film. Well, like, there's that visual, real yeah. scene of, like, you see him being, like, like, my life's over here. Like, people I care about are dead. I kind of want revenge. I kind of want to get even, but I kind of just don't want to be here. There's nothing left for me here. As far as, like, actual on-screen, I think that is the most personal growth you see in all of Star Wars. Where he really does go from, Luke, I'm a boy, to, like, Luke, I'm... I'm, I'm on my own. I'm going to be a hero. Like, yeah. I'm going to go and forge my way. No. I think that's... Very true, and I do like that a lot. The fact that there's a lot less, like wa watching through that, you're like, there's not a whole lot of dialogue. It's not a whole. It's all just visually shot. Would would that make him Luke Solo? <laughs> oh, he. <laughs> it it makes me even more just like aware of how much that just did not like. Like that, just, yeah. <laughs> and just to have Spencer go. Uh, the crazy thing is in Legends, which is the comic that's not considered canon anymore. Um, there is an Anakin Solo. Like it's just a character named Anakin Solo. Yeah, like they uh, ran out of names. If I remember correctly, yeah. So there's Ben Skywalker. Who, which is what technically Kylo Ren is supposed to yeah. be, is Ben Skywalker. Gotcha. Which is yeah. like Luke's kid that he named after. I I think I have him backwards. I know there's like it's a weird mix. I'll have to. I don't know, fuck it. Yeah, because Kylo Ren's name is Ben Solo, isn't it? Yeah, I, yes. I think it's a mi There's like a weird mix where like one of them is. 
I think it's Anakin Solo and Ben Skywalker. I it think actually kind of makes sense. Oh, they both go on to have kids. Okay, so they basically yeah. for the movies they just mix the two. Kids no, together, they was just of one of them that was mainly, and I think it was technically, I think it was Anakin Solo that technically is Kylo Ren is what Kylo Ren is based off of. Gotcha. But yeah, anyways, um, you said the whole like solo thing, and then I was like, well, technically yeah. there was kind of like a. <laughs> Honestly, that was it just was like Anakin Solo or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, because they're like, let's honor the people before us, and then it was like little Annie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now this is oh, pod shit. racing. <laughs> now this is pod racing. Yeah. Um, God. So, any other points you wanted to make on on five? Not really. I just I think the big thing for me is it's it's the push on lore yeah. that makes it higher up. For me, Return of the Jedi like I like how you feel where you only like know like three or you only like really remember those like three moments. That's kind of how I feel with just Return of the Jedi. And that's and, fair. The Ewok scenes are Oh my god, I hate horrible. the Ewoks. <laughs> any person, any person in their right mind hates Ewoks. Ewoks. Yeah, those so support bears. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's that's still one of my favorite facts. I, however, everything else that is going on in Return of the Jedi, in my opinion, is what makes it so much better. You definitely have the fucking. Yeah, I was right. It's Anakin Solo and Ben Skywalker. Anyways, um. Everything else that's going on in Return of the Jedi is really what's great. Like, you see the crime syndicates, really. That's, like, really the only one where you get, like, a real decent look at them and what they're about. You see the Rancor, which is a probably the coolest, or up there, coolest fucking Star Wars monster. Um, you see Luke walking in. He's got the fucking black robes and the green saber just looking like a boss. And his training's basically done at that point. So he's like... I ain't a bitch no more, guys. And you're like, God, you're so cool. Um, great, <laughs> best space battle, in my opinion, even though it is just a redone version of the Death Star again. Mm -hmm. Still the best one. I mean, I am a trap, or this is a trap or whatever. Or It's, it's a, a trap. trap. Yeah, like, so good. Lives on forever. Uh, the final confrontation between Vader and Anakin, and, and or sorry, Vader and fucking Luke, and then you've got Palpatine being all Palpatine in the back. <laughs> yeah, I'm Palpatine. There's so much good in that, and it does suck that the little space bear fucks really deter so much from it. Because mm -hmm. even ground battle wise, there's some great scenes. It's just the damn bears that are the problem. Yeah. They could have picked anything else besides little teddy bears and it would have been. Or great. made them bigger. Yeah, like Jesus. Well, if they even <laughs> I mean, they were originally planning on having it on Kashyyyk, which they should have just did that. Like when they were originally Wookiees, coming yeah. up with the movie and the script and everything, it wasn't supposed to be Endor, it was supposed to be Kashyyyk and it was supposed to be a bunch of Wookiees. That would have been way sweeter than oh, bears. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, but then you get in the third movie. Uh, episode three. Yeah. What about it? Yeah, you can't just, you, you can't just say the third movie. Yeah, on there. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, especially when you're dealing with three separate trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which third movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Which third was that? <laughs> uh, it's the second third. First, second, or third third? <laughs> Technically, it's the second third, right. which is kind of the first third. Which is also yeah. off of timeline. <laughs> Chronologically, <laughs> that's the first third. 
it could be argued as a second thing. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, then you get so you do get that in uh Revenge of the Sith. True, which you know, and they kind of threw that in there. I was actually kind of bummed by that because it was kind of like an homage to like, hey, we should have did this in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And two, you don't see much going on. And plus, the Empire's effect on Kashyyyk is way more notable in the lore for 4, 5, and 6 than it ever is for Episode 1, 2, and 3. It's like mm. the Separatists show up and it's just like, cool. okay. <laughs> They're everywhere. Why don't you know? It's not Why weren't just they here before? Yeah. yeah, and they show that like there's multiple battlefronts happening. It's yeah. not just Kashyyyk or just this. It's like all over the fucking place. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. Uh, they should have just did Endor as Kashyyyk is what they should have did. Since we're talking about favorites of that, can we just do favorites of trilogies real quick? Sure. Since we heard a, since we heard an odd one from. Um, yeah, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, 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 Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We heard an odd one from Brad. Strange one. So I want to do, let's do, uh, I guess we'll just, since we already know 4, 5, and 6, everybody's favorite on 4, 5, and 6. Well, maybe the audience doesn't. Uh, 5, 4, 6, 5, 4, 6, 6, 4, 5. 6, 4, 5, Empire's Mighty. 6, 5, 4. Okay. Uh, let's do uh, the prequels, I guess. Brad. Popcorn three one. Two three Honestly the the normal. I it know is. I'm the outlier. I <laughs> yeah. completely understand I'm the well, outlier. There's some sweet scenes in Attack of the Clones, but it's that's <laughs> a different show. Uh mine mine's the same as Spencer and Danes. It's three one two. One, just because even though Jar Jar sucks. Uh, Duel of the Fates. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, things. like, oh my God. Like, every time I'm just like, so good. Don't you shy away. No. Get over <laughs> I don't need you to grasp my hand. I, I, I totally saw that. Like, you moved your hand, and then I just saw Dane just go, nope. And I was like, <laughs> um, Darth Maul, you know. They did him dirty. They did, but so sweet. Like, oh, so I mean, I still remember being like pretty young, and I remember it blew my fucking mind when he, he was like, "Oh, there's another end to this," and I was just yeah. like, uh, "What?" Like, what little brain piss, could not handle. What that. pisses me off about that is they ruined it in the trailer, mm-hmm. and that should have been the thing they left out of the trailer. Like, sure, have him. You know, start up one end, but they shouldn't have done the second end because, like, even though it still blew our minds in in the actual thing, it would have been so much more if they didn't do it with. The and I, I got lucky. I yeah. didn't see the trailer. Yeah, I never saw it. Yeah, I. So I was in theater, and when that happened, I was just like, "Now this I, is pod racing, <laughs> <laughs> little Annie." <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I was more just like because I, I. I was young enough to not really watch trailers before that, but when I found that out as uh, as an adult, I was like, "Man, they really like just fucked it up. Like yeah. they should have not." Because imagine this, right? They do the first three movies, four, five, six, and then they they announce we're doing another movie, and already people are losing their fucking minds. But just just to see that in the trailer, like, yeah, that's. 
Like people went and saw that, but I mean, fucking, how cool would it have been? <laughs> Poor Randy got dragged to the theater like fifty times. To see <laughs> he says it's more than that. It, pr- it probably was. Literally, his stepdad Dan would pull him out of school, and like every day they would go and see it when it was in the real theaters mm-hmm. for as long as it was in the real theaters. Which was a long time because yeah. it was Star Wars. <laughs> he went and saw it. There were like days where he's like, we would literally see it two or three times in a day at the theaters. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, Randy. <laughs> that's, that's a bit excessive, but I mean, also. I mean, it's excessive job, Dad. for the first one. Good job, stepdad. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Yeah. It's excessive for the first one. One is, um, you know, really the biggest shitty thing about one is, is Jar Jar. The movie pacing is a little fast, but not too fast. Like yeah. it's comfortable for how much shit they have to go through. Yeah, like, it's a, like, yeah, it's an oversight. You can kind of just go. Eh, and I they put that. enough flashiness into it that you're just like, okay, like I'm dazzled enough to not ask questions. Yeah, like <laughs> pretty much. That's, that's how that yeah, one works. Like, and so that and that's good. Uh, Re- Revenge of the Sith is still my favorite. Uh, if nothing else, because Hayden Christensen or whatever the fuck his name is, Mannequin Skywalker actually shuts his fucking mouth and is a great, great Sith. Like, goddamn, he's actually believable. In one and two, I'm just like, no, you're this not. is Darth Vader. Yeah, I'm like, this isn't Darth Vader. Yeah. But in Revenge of the Sith, you're like, that's Vader. Like, that is that is a young Vader. He's coming. Uh uh, so good. There's so many fucking good things about. Revenge. I'm I'm actually really excited to see Hayden Christensen redo Darth yes. Vader. I I want this to be such a redeemable role for him so much. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I think he deserves it because like one, he's not the worst actor. Thank you. He's definitely not like the worst actor. I mean, God, what was that movie? Uh, Jumper. I actually enjoyed it. it. wasn't a great movie, but it was entertaining. And he was like, "I got teleport powers." Hey, Samuel Jackson's. In that. Yes, he was. Samuel Jackson is in that. Yeah, almost. And and don't get me wrong. Like once again, Jumper's not like an amazing movie, but like if his acting would have even been like that good. Yeah, like ten percent of it. Yeah, just like that. it's just like. Well, you mean if so he wasn't helped. just a whiny, angsty teen? Well, not only that, but God <laughs> damn, those love scenes are hard. They're so hard it's to watch. Mostly, it's I will mostly give you that. Too. Yeah, it is like cringe. Like I'm like I can't. I feel embarrassed. Any if like I'm watching it with other people, I'm like this is hard to watch. Like even by myself, I'm kind of like hope no one walks in right now. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it feels like you have that moment where you're watching porn and yeah, someone's like, just like, what are you watching? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm watching porn. Like, like, just like they would rather get caught with that. Uh, it's actually kind of interesting. You're talking about Hayden Christensen and that he is actually a decent actor. Before Star Wars, he was actually nominated for like an Academy Award or Oscar or something like that. Yeah, for a movie for being, role. Yeah, but it wasn't it for being essentially eye candy for women. Uh, I don't think so i'm pretty sure that was the name of the award it was like best eye candy no i thought i thought it was like he was nominated for like best supporting or you realize he's messing with you yeah just messing with the mic that's not really (laughs) that really took you like a lot well it's probably like a teen choice award or something like that it's probably like like they're gonna get him on there just to slime mtv's best kisser award toby (laughs) mcguire but 
but it, so but like since then he hasn't really gotten like any no. good roles i think that role that he played in star wars i think in a lot of ways helped kill his career oh yeah oh absolutely because so well one it's like the star wars fans hated him well they're they're a hard group to please and it his best part was revenge of the sith like when he really came out like yeah that the was, last one but in even then it was really just like that last scene when he's on mustafar and oh, he's God. killing everybody and that's he, a cool that's a cool name yeah, Mustafar. Mustafar. And his eyes turn to the... The, the, the like, Sith the yellow. Sith yellow. And like, he's got that one tear coming out. Yeah, like, that's like, you're like, god damn. Like, damn, little shit. Annie is kind of a bitch. Or, I mean, a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> the Obi-Wan Anakin fight. Or, Obi-Wan and... Yeah, Obi-Wan and Anakin fight. Oh, so god, good. Flashy. So good. We've but, talked like, about that so perfect. much. Now. That's what I want. Like, just crazy, over-the-top lightsaber fight. Yeah. It was very over oh, the top, but it was so entertaining. Choreographed fight. I, I saw I saw a picture of of uh, old Ben giving Luke uh, uh, the I lightsaber, and and he's like he's like your dad wanted you to have this, and then it cuts to a picture of of uh, Hayden Christensen on the ground, like all cut up, and he goes, "I hate you. Give my lightsaber to my son." Or something <laughs> like. <laughs> The retconning in that is... The one me and Dane have found pretty much amusing is just how much... Like, even though we both love Obi-Wan, it's knowing just basically how full of shit and how much of a liar Obi-Wan was. (laughs) Old old Ben is a bit senile. Yeah, because when he's basically like... I mean, Luke basically flat out asks him in New Hope, like, about his dad, and he's like... Oh yeah, your dad's dead. <laughs> like, yeah. And then later on, Luke's like, "So he's yo, not dead. he's not dead. Like, he's clearly like he is my dad." And he's like, "Well, from a certain point of view, your dad was dead." And you're like, "Well, fuck you. You just like you just straight up lied." Like, old, old Ben is the bad guy. <laughs> from a certain point of view, it's <laughs> very fair. But but yeah, so 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 tooth. Two, three, one. Mm-hmm. Three, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. All right. What about seven, eight, nine? <laughs> nine, seven, eight. I don't think it's going to change. Nine, anybody's. seven, eight. Nine, seven, eight. <sighs> nine, seven, eight. Yeah. yeah. It better uh, be. Like, eight, like, eight, I was going to say, eight, if, eight. if eight, was your, eight was your favorite, I think you have to leave. Well, honestly, <laughs> well. Like we we used to have huge conversations with this because he's like it's not that bad it's not that bad and then when we went and saw nine I was like he's like I, I see what you mean I'm like yeah eight fucking destroyed this thing so goddamn bad yeah. nine couldn't even retcon that shit into being decent like like just fucking erase eight that shit just needs to be thrown in the trash and just go seven nine and the funny like, can we get another one after that. I don't know if they've made it official yet, but I know there's been a lot of talk where they're already saying they want to take seven, eight, nine and make them non-canon. I I would be all right with that. I think they should. I mean, nine, in my opinion, you know, the whole the most interesting thing about seven, eight, nine is Kylo Ren's story. Everyone else's story is half-assed and even his isn't that great, Yeah, but it's the most like, that's really the only thing it has going for it. (laughs) And it really only, it it really starts getting actually fleshed out in nine. Yeah. Nine's the only time that you start to learn his story. (laughs) Well, you, you get little bits, but like, yeah, but hints isn't really, 
Uh, so I always have this point of view with, uh, so like take, um, Indiana Jones, right? Like the first three are awesome. Yeah. Great. Cause crystal skull is your favorite, right? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but like, but like Shia douche. Yeah. God, that guy, uh, uh Shia LaBeouf, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but like, are so you? there's, there's four movies, right? And the first three, you could be like, those are great. Those are awesome. Like, even though. They're not the best, but like they're still pretty good. They're a solid trilogy, right? Then you get the fourth one, and you're just like, well, four really sucks, but it's continuation with the story. I've always had the belief. I've always <laughs> had the belief that you could literally just take away four and just like <laughs> that that you could take away four and just keep one through three and just basically say that you know, like in in my point of view. One through three are from my point of view. The Jedi are evil. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, you you walked right into it. I did walk right into it. I did. Uh, But 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 basically, what I'm trying to say is that that I don't see four as canon, (laughs) or or I basically I I just don't. Yeah, you erase it from your memory. Yeah, it's like an abomination. Like, sure, whatever. <laughs> like, technically, is part of it, but but I mean, it's not like you're taking out just two. Yeah, you know, where it's like, oh well, there's a lot of shit that doesn't happen in between. Like, I'm just taking off the the last one. Yeah. But even then, when like a fifth movie comes out, I would just be like, all right, yeah, four doesn't still doesn't exist for they, me. And Indiana Jones, I could. It's been a long time since I watched those, but didn't they do the storytelling a little weird in that one? Isn't like the second movie technically like happened before the first one or some shit? No. Whatever the one with the no, the heart so. pulling the hearts out and the gators and the the the, the, I don't the little second, Asian the kid. Yeah, I know that's the second one, but doesn't that technically take place before the first one? I don't know the the timelines of it, but. I thought it, it was something me. fucking weird. It wouldn't like surprise me. I mean, I could see how this it could, could all be, be happening at different, like, just different points in his career, too. Like, they could have just been, like, plucked from it. I, I mean, I could see how it could be, but I don't. I think it happens in order. I, and that was the thing that threw me off because for a long time, that's what I thought. And then I thought somebody said, no, Temple of Doom is technically the first one, and it's the second movie. Whoa, I did not yeah. know that. So I say Indiana Jones films in chronological order is Temple of Doom. So they pulled up Fast and the Furious before the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, Temple of Doom is 1984. <laughs> uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is 81. And Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade is 89. So technically, Temple of Doom comes before the others. Weird. Yeah. Isn't that fucking weird? Doesn't that blow your mind? For the longest time, I thought that was just that way. Like, it was like one, two, Well, three. they work chronologically, too. Like, but like, they're yeah. not, and you're living a lie. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I never knew that. That's very interesting. I never... Yeah. Huh. That's that's like saying, like, Rocky Four comes before it Rocky Two. It's just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> But but anyway, yeah, um, yeah the the seven eight nine just they're bad. Yeah, they... specifically eight. Eight is really the not seven's not great. Nine's not great. But eight is so fucking bad. It's literally like they're trying to tell ten different stories and not enough time and giving no attention to any of them. And then you get to the end of the movie and you're just like, 
what happened? Like, what? I'm so lost and I'm so confused. And there's so much. It's not even that you're confused. You're just disappointed. <laughs> Can anyone explain to me why Holdo, the person that took over Admiral, didn't just explain her plan to anybody? Yeah, to anyone at all. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Uh, because they didn't have a Millennium Falcon to break down, so they needed a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows. <laughs> which is which is weird if you think about it, because like seven seven is so much like four, right? Eight. That's all they played off of, though. I, that's I mean, all yeah, they're literally just a retelling. Right. Nostalgia. Right, right, right. So, so it's actually weird now that you mentioned that, and after the discussion with you, holy shit, eight is just like five in the sense <laughs> of of the fucking like. Here, oh, they're just out of range from shooting. <laughs> the like, only difference from five and, and eight is that the walkers come at the end of the movie. Yeah. Instead oh of the my beginning. Oh, God. Ah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I I also forgot about the walkers. God damn it. It's just. It's not our, our engines are broke. It's we're running out of fuel. The problem is it starts <laughs> from the very beginning. They make it so unbelievable from the very beginning. It's like. Hey, we have gravity bombs that we drop in space. I'm yeah. sorry, what? Yeah, excuse I'm sorry, me. what? You don't have. We're dropping gravity bombs <laughs> in space. Like, <laughs> I still had that. Why wouldn't it be magnetized? Like it just goes towards metal. Why well, would it be gravity? Well, so, so what? <laughs> it, it drops and then immediately like does a 180 and it goes right back to the ship. Well, reverse. You know, you can well, fucking reverse. I feel them. like they could have just done one simple thing with the with the whole like drop bomb thing. Is at the top Not of the rack. Them. Well, at the top <laughs> of the rack of the bombs is to have just a simple propulsion. So it's just going, psh, like just shooting having, them down. Yeah, like, shooting them down. Right. In that like, case, they could have solved torpedoes. that problem by just not having bombs. No, you're right, yeah. but I'm just saying if you're like, going to have that, might as well just have missiles that you're shooting. Like it would make more sense. <laughs> no, you're I shoot them from any direction instead of well, we have we have missiles, but they only shoot down. <laughs> Listen, and they're in the worst spaceships ever designed. They have like no armor, no shieldings. They're basically just giant like. They literally yeah. get one ship there before they're all blown up. Like, every single one of them. I, I like that your guys' argument is just like, or they could just not have the dropping bombs. You're right. You're absolutely right. But but it's at that point, the argument should just be like, they should have just not had eight. They shouldn't well, I mean, they they shouldn't shouldn't have, have had eight. But I agree. What I'm saying is nothing like, is really Nothing added. changes from bombers to no bombers. Right. <laughs> but, but like, I at least came up with a, a plausible solution to that, which is just simply have a propulsion system at the that. bottom. It's yeah. just, once again, you're at that point making a missile that only fires down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just this saying. is the worst design of a weapon I've <laughs> ever a minute, seen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> Could you imagine any of our, like, an F-35 that only shoots straight down? So if it wants to shoot forward, it's just got to be like, do a barrel roll. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hope we hit them. <laughs> Fly upward. You're not wrong, Mike. Just, <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a simple little detail that could have fixed... Well, it doesn't I don't, really th fix. I don't think it would have fixed it either. <laughs> but it would have it been... fixed a logical... Yes, that's, that's the a thing. Logical it fallacy. A logical yeah. fallacy. Fix but you want to know what my problem was, is when I was watching it, I didn't get to logical fallacy. I just got to the point of, like, why the fuck are there bombs there? 
My, my honestly, my biggest issue with that whole scene it has nothing to do with the bombs. The drop. It's just that whole scene is set up to show you the sister of a character we're not going to care about later. Oh and, yeah, and show why her necklace is apparently so important, which they use it to open a door, and they get busted immediately after. It's just like the stupidest fucking yeah. like set up to a character. You can't write a story like that. Yeah, I mean you can. Apparently they did. They did, they did. Uh, eight. <laughs> yeah, eight. Ugh. Eight's not good, and it's it's even more God, surprising that it's by uh, Ryan Johnson, who is a is a good director, good mm-hmm. writer. Like he came out with <laughs> Knives Out. He he came out with Knives Out right after it, and uh, and it was uh, nominated for Best Picture. Like it's just yeah. crazy that he went from that to that and. I think he worked with what he had. The problem is, is JJ Abrams also didn't leave him a lot of room to do much either. Cause JJ Abrams was like, here's this. And then he just kind of walked in and he's like, everything is still open and can go anywhere. I I still don't completely believe that. Honestly, I'm hoping to God, the best explanation I've heard of all of this was a guy said, I hope to God the reason eight happened the way it happened is because Ryan Johnson decided he got, he was going to get high with some buddies and was like, you know, what'd be fantastic <laughs> if I just kill the main villain and then just destroy the series. Like I'm going to see if I can do this. I hope to God that's what he did. Cause otherwise I don't know what he did. So like the JJ Abrams one, the se- is seven, right? Yeah. I mean, we can understand why all the Trek fans were so pissed that J.J. Abrams fucked with Star Trek, but now we see why <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not like a bat. It's not. I mean, it's, once again, it's not good. It's just it's Kylo mediocre. has this amazing entrance. That's the best part about Seven is when Kylo walks off the ship and he just catches that fucking laser bolt. That, oh, God, and you're like, amazing. who the fuck is this guy? And then he's just like, I'm killing everybody. And you're like. Oh my, like you're a villain. I like you. I like that Spencer had an oh my. Yeah, oh my. <laughs> my stars and guard. Yeah, and then he's like <laughs> ten minutes later he's, he's like, I'm done with the mask. Like and you're just like, Oh, what? Okay. Well the mask gave him all of his power. That's yeah. why Finn was able to take him later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they get to the end of the movie and he Ray's just like here you go, Luke. Here's your saber. And it, like they drag that scene out and then it ends. And then the start of eight is him literally just being like, man, fuck that. And so you're like, you're not off to a good start. Like, so, so like that, yeah, this that huge part, build up to just, yeah, he literally just like chucks it behind him and walks right, cool. off. And you're like, like, like it's a very funny moment, but, but there was a moment I heard, or, or that people were posting online that would have been way better is to have him have it and just go, there was a hand with this. Did you get the hand? You know, like to, to go yeah. back, like that would have been way better. I actually thought that I, I ended up laughing just at the first moment with Poe, just like ta- like right before the bombers and everything, when he's got to like distract them. And he's like, I have a message for general Hux <laughs> or general hugs. This is Hux. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait for them. Like, and he's just like distracting him. And it, just him like bouncing off of them was pretty funny to me. And then they just went and shit on his character by making him an incredibly whiny, like, I don't know! Moment. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I've so when I watched nine, I said this would have been a way better episode eight. Like not like obviously not like the ending and stuff like that, but like there was parts of it that was so much better than literally all of eight that if you just cut out eight, moved over nine, it would have been a little bit better. Well, what they really needed to do to make eight actually successful was they should have cut out all the bullshit, three-fourths of the fucking movie. (laughs) Nobody cares about these fucking side characters. They made that horribly apparent in the first, in seven. They should have cut rid of all these fuckers. What eight should have been about was actually more elaborating on what had happened to Kylo and what had happened to Luke specifically. Yeah. Yes. Telling about the good times, the middle and the end and the bad times, which led to the hate between the between Kylo and Luke. They should have actually done that. And that would have been a good movie. That's all anyone cared about to begin with. Yeah. And they could have told it through flashbacks as Luke was basically training Ray slash reluctantly training Ray. Yeah. yeah. And they could have done that in flashback. So you could understand why Luke, who was the most idealistic, most like this is a fucking Jedi to like, I don't believe in anything anymore. And I hate everything. <laughs> and I'm not part of it. And I'm going to hide away. And that's why they should have explained that instead of just being. Mm-hmm. And it would have had a, such a better payoff for the end when it was Kylo versus Luke. Yes. And then they also shouldn't have done that stupid, oh, it was just a a hologram. Well, (laughs) okay, I will say this about about that, like, force projection thing. Yeah, the astral projection. Yeah, it was really cool that, like, in the sense of, like, they never, like, met, you know? But even then, like, that was still, like, a stupid idea. But it was cool how they shot it where it was more of just, like, like he just kept missing his hits. Like they never really connected. Then you just go, Oh, he was just astral project. Like that was a cool idea, but it just, the idea around it wasn't cool. If they would have built everything, if they would have done the movie where like the side characters were actually just that fucking side characters limited their screen time to about 30 fucking minutes. Cause that's all they needed. Instead of having that is still a little long. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, you basically, if you just tell the first part of being like, we're, we're running from them. We can't escape from them. We're getting to the planet. We're making our holdout. That's really all they need. Oh, I know. They don't, they don't need the fucking side adventure to some stupid planet. As much as I love him. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Benedici del Toro oh, or whatever the fuck his name Benicio is. Benicio del Toro. Benicio yeah. Del Toro, I fucking yeah. love that guy. Doesn't need to be in the guy. He did not movie. need to be in the movie. He no. had a very interesting thing, but like give him his in a separate movie where he can be awarded the time to show that interesting thing of being like, I play both sides. I, I was just about to say, it would have been way cooler if, uh, if he, like, I feel like they blew their load on that kind of th- like idea. Like it, they should have had him be like a good guy, but they he's actually a spy. Him in seven. They should have brought him in in seven and they should have revealed in nine where he's literally where like the first two movies where you're like, He's a good guy. And then in nine, he comes out and he's like, no, I'm playing both sides. Give him the time to do that. Or, or but don't yeah. fucking throw him in halfway into a movie and cut him out near the end and then be like, well, wasn't that cool? And he's like, no, <laughs> it fucking wasn't. It was a half a story. And like, oh, it drives me fucking nuts. But if they would have done the, the training 
of like and showing what's really going on between uh, Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker, showing the flashback, showing how Kylo goes to the dark side, how he, how he like how Snoke starts infiltrating yeah. him. That would have made everything hit harder. Would made the Ray Snoke and Kylo in the same room hit way harder because yeah. you'd be like, oh, it would have had shit. way more impact. I know the backstory. I know how they got here. You know, like the whole fucking Kylo versus the astral projection. That would have hit a million times harder because you would have been like, oh, fuck, this is Master and Apprentice. Like, they had a falling out, and now here they are again. It would have made everything so much fucking better, but no, they just... There it is. There's a Spencer, movie. what you're saying is they needed more They than... should have made a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they needed more than... Ben, no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, with you just talking about it, like, just a cooler, like, impactful scene would have been if they actually fought, and then, like, like... Like you said, Master versus Apprentice, Kylo gets the upper hand, stabs uh, Luke, and then Luke just like is like hunched over, like his sh- like his head is over his shoulder, and he just whispers, "I'm sorry." Like, yes. you just would have been or, like, "Okay, but listen to yes, I agree, but listen to this for three for a trilogy that is so based on basically paying homage to four, five, and six. Yeah, why not just have Luke do what Ben did for him?" Him and Kylo are fighting, and then Luke realizes why Ben did what he did, and he also pulls the sacrifice move and lets Kylo chop him down, and he's literally, right as he swings or something, does the same thing, like, I'm sorry, Ben, and then gets cut down. I, yeah, did I have goosebumps, goosebumps, right? I, have goosebumps. I should write Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been way better, so much better than what they fucking had, which I, is jack shit. Yeah. I get so fired up about this. But yeah, Goosebumps though, right? Yeah, dude, I yeah, got Goosebumps. Yeah, same sacrifice. If you're going to make the whole thing of like, we're basing a story about how history repeats itself, why don't you fucking show how history repeats itself? Yeah, how about itself? you show the history? <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking not, jackass. Not only did I get Goosebumps, but with Mark Hamill. I've got a boner do- right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's unrelated, though. That is unrelated. unrelated. It's unrelated. <laughs> I don't feel good about that, but but yeah, like like especially having Mark Hamill deliver that, it would have been so awesome, and and basically like complete his his character arc. It would have been so much better, but nope. Instead of he astral projects and then dies on a rock, he die he just disappears, <laughs> which is yeah. not explained at all why he dies from that. It's just like and he's dead, and, <laughs> and he just you're like why what okay oh. uh, guess he's dead. Yeah, it just. I even watching nine in theaters, I came up with like seven more better ideas than all of eight and also all of nine. Like I, I like I really do want to sit down with a with you guys and like write a, a Star Wars saga. A full three movies. Yes. Yeah. I'm literally in the process of writing my uh, Star Wars tabletop game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to it's going to be really fun. That's cool. Yeah. Sounds pretty pretty sweet. Yeah, so I'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm so, way in, especially with with people who know lore more than I. So, <laughs> so you say he's the lore person. Um, but yeah. So, uh, any anybody want to touch on anything else from seven eight nine? I can't without getting more angry. So we'll just. <laughs> the only thing I was gonna say about nine was I honestly just just having more moments like. And I think I talked to, I don't know which one I talked to you about. 
I think it was just Spencer that I talked to about this, where we hit the point of. <laughs> you just hear him back there. The. Uh, I was just happy enough to have something resembling a Star Wars movie out of what the other ones had come through that like I didn't like I would have to watch it again to actually see and like poke holes and stuff in it because there were still points of it where they were like that was dumb but like Star Wars it innately in itself is kind of dumb like there are dumb moments inside of it always there are four five six one two three they're always gonna have dumb moments inside of them but as long as the cool moments outweigh the dumb moments, like the stuff that's interesting, mm-hmm. the stuff that's cool, like my, my split was 70-30. If there's a 70% interesting moments to 30% dumb moments, it fits into Star Wars for me. Well, yeah, there's always really dumb shit in Star Wars, but that's why you love it. And that's why when the good moments are so fucking good. Yeah. And why the bad moments are so are bad. Are so bad. <laughs> Nine, it, yeah. I I liked I liked nine out of the three, and it was just for that reason. It actually fit. Yeah, more. it felt like a Star Wars. It felt there, there was actually like a problem, and they actually tried to go after it. And they let people that had good chemistry actually be together for a moment, you know, like and and like yep. get to banter off of each other and have fun. Like Finn and Poe should have been together from the first movie. Yeah, all the way through. All no. the, like, oh, completely agreed. I, but that was the problem with that whole end trilogy is they they went such different directions for every one of the movies. It was ridiculous. The first one was literally just, it's been how many years since we made one? Let's nostalgia this bitch so hard that we can try to get all the fans back. That was literally their only goal. We can make a Death Star. Well, we can make a universe, <laughs> universe star. Like it was like just <laughs> yeah. up the odds on I every st- little part. That's all it was. I still think that's my Eight favorite was part. like, let's turn this bitch upside down and see how much of a like new age we can go on an old story. Yeah. And they just fucked it up. They didn't go with a star Wars type story. There wasn't some epic adventure or anything else, but instead they got my diversity in there with uh, <laughs> Rose's story and uh Superwoman out there. Um, and then nine, it was like they tried to bring it back to basics, yeah. but at that point it was too little too late for sure. That is, I, I still think that's one of my favorite moments. Like the funniest moments to me in the star Wars, like the new, the in seven, eight, nine is when they blow up the Republic and it's like, they give you maybe three minutes of looking at planets and then it's just like, and we blew them up. It's like, okay. <laughs> That's the all-powerful Republic? Yeah, like, <laughs> they give you no frame of reference, so thus it doesn't matter. Like, you don't, one, you don't even know which planets those are. They're just, like, the core planets, and you're like, so is that, like, Coruscant? Like, who, who did they blow up? Like, and they blow up, like, eight planets, and they're just, like, and everyone's, like, screaming. You're like, okay, yeah, they committed genocide, but, like, I have no context yeah you have no reference yeah you're like was it just a dead planet or was there actually people on there we care about was it a whole (laughs) army of jar jars like i mean obviously not jar jar would have stopped that he is the (laughs) ultimate sith warrior so (laughs) i I, I love that i love that that became a real thing god that's so funny 
But just, yeah, just that moment of like, and I love the fact that when all the other people see those like shooting through from the through the atmosphere up into space, see the lasers <laughs> shooting towards the planets and just know automatically those are going towards the Republic and the core world. And it's like you saw some lasers in the sky. Yeah, and they blow up some planets. There's not a lot of like <laughs> reference to why that's such a big deal. And it's weird because the buildup to that scene is fairly good, but then there because there's no like groundwork. They literally spend no time on these planets. There's none of even the people that are in the movies are on this planet or just escape in time. Like it's just like we blew up some planets. And you're like, hey, <laughs> sounds like something you guys would do. All right. Yeah, uh, nine. I will say I liked. I even though it was stupid that they like recycled Palpatine and he should have just been dead. Yeah, yeah. I feel too. like that didn't have to happen if they didn't kill Snoke, though. Like, I yeah. feel like he, he felt backed into a corner and was like, well, fuck it. You already killed my other character. Yeah, We're going to go back. Yeah, what am I going to do? What like, else are we supposed to do? I, I remember when Seven came out and people were like, who the fuck is Snoke? Yeah, that was my big question with, with Seven. I was like, I want to know the backstory of, of Snoke. And then <laughs> Eight starts. Halfway through Eight, they're just like, Zing. I'm like, oh, oh. What? Turns out Who's the enemy? <laughs> What's on third? <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out it was Palpatine either puppeting and or making Snoke. I he, don't know. he did uh, both. Yeah. He, he, he basically like clone created Snoke and then was basically puppeting him too. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking weird. Which I guess not bad for a late game recovery, but like <laughs> not good. You did. <laughs> You swerved. You didn't hit traffic, but you still hit a wall. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember. I also remember. So, uh, from the the newest trilogy was was what's Ray's background, right? And and I like I'm all right with whatever they did with nine with Ray's background. It wasn't my favorite, but I was like, okay, sure, whatever. They they have to tie it to something. But one of <laughs> one of my favorite things that that I heard from it, and I actually wish they kind of did it, especially with how Nine played out with you know Snoke being just a clone, was there was a lot of rumors uh, leading into like eight and nine was was that um, Ray was actually a clone of Luke. What what happened was when his hand got cut off in five, they found it turned into a full grown woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much was, yeah, they just found Luke's hand, then they cloned it, and then bada beam, bada boom, you got Ray, which yeah. would make it so much, make it more sense than than at the end when she's like, what's your name? And she's like, Skywalker. Like, let, <laughs> Yeah, that, and you're like, uh, it's Palpatine, you dumb hoe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a weird way to say Palpatine. I also want to know. Who in the world, because it happens multiple times in that movie, who is just, like, badgering you for your last name? Yeah. <laughs> what's your name? Ray. Well, when well, you... Well, but what's your surname? And it's like, what, what the fuck do you You mean care? that doesn't happen to you every time you walk into a store or something? <laughs> They're like, what's your name, sir? And you're just like, it's Dane. And like, Dane what, what? though? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, but... but so yeah, it just was a weird moment. For but me. in the reference of like, it's just nine movies about uh, how shitty the Skywalker family is. You know, like yeah. it's just Skywalker dr- family drama is well, nine movies. Thing, and 
I didn't necessarily care that like at the end, the big reveal was she was a Palpatine. I personally didn't because like even in the comics and shit, like a lot of it is revolved around that. Like even like I said, in the Legends comics, the big main characters end up being fucking Anakin Solo and Ben Skywalker, which are just offsprings of them. Yeah. And so like, I wasn't like super like disappointed that they went that route. And I thought it was actually kind of, I thought it was actually kind of well done. Cause I, maybe I'm just a retard, but that was the last thing I saw coming was she was, I thought they were just going to stick with. She was a nobody. Like that's what I thought. I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. And, And like, and then they were like, well, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. And I was just like, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's better than keeping her a nobody, I guess. Yeah. But like, they didn't give well, it, it is backstory. way better than keeping her a nobody. I think if, well, but see, maybe. <laughs> because if you, if you went the argument of she was a nobody, I think in a weird way that inspires um, a lot of us like jackasses to be like, I'm a nobody, but I can do something good. Like a knight's tale, right? Like mm, anyone can change yeah. their stars. And so like, God, if they would have kept movie. her as a nobody. Okay. I, I have to say this though. It, it reminds me that I, I, I get that thought process, but at the same time, it makes me think of the joke that Daniel Tosh says is nobody's ever listened to the commencement speech of their high school, being a piece of yeah. shit their whole life <laughs> and turned it around. Yeah. Like you mean, I you're saying I can be anything. Well, it's much better than what I thought I was going to do. Like, if you were a piece of shit your whole life, you're probably still a piece of shit. Like, that's not a bad point. But I think for cinema, for movies, though, it does tend to work because people like that shit. I get that. But also, I would much rather it be that way because it was more of a flip flop anyways, because it was like, you're somebody, you're nobody, you're somebody, you're nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Which am I? (laughs) I'm a main character. I don't even know. I always um, the, the so the Palpatine one didn't um, upset me too much. I actually, this is pretty much the only thing I can really say that I in, really truly enjoyed about seven, eight, nine was in the entire Star Wars universe in forever. They've always talked. It's always them talking about like, oh god, a Jedi is gonna fall to the dark side, right? Like it's always like, oh, don't go to the dark side. Ah, the dark side. Ah, don't go to the dark side. Ah, the, uh, just, just don't even look at that dark side. But like <laughs> they have cookies. Yeah. But what I really actually truly loved about seven, eight, nine. And when I look at it in the light of this is a story about Ben Solo's redemption, they don't talk about it often, but just as Jedi can fall to the dark side, dark side users can go back to the light. And it was cool. I wish they would have done paid it more justice, but I think it would have been awesome to see a trilogy a good trilogy was based entirely based off of that. that. Yeah, being like the first movie, I want them to do a fucking Star Wars tale told primarily from the main character being evil. And as the movies go, you see him become not evil. Well, honestly, it would have made more sense because if you look at it in the aspects of what the trilogies are, that's yeah. what you have. You have the first that you have the prequels which is literally the light turning dark. You have the middle one which is they stay exactly where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And then you would have the inverse at the end of the dark going to light. It would make sense. It would be so good to see it from the Sith's point of view, which for a lot of people, the Sith are very interesting because you see so much of everybody else. Mm-hmm. You see this so much of the Jedi and a lot of people primarily why they liked Revenge of the Sith the most was because you actually saw more of how the Sith are. Now imagine if you made a trilogy where 
the start and your main character is Sith and you're going the opposite way. You're going from Sith to Jedi, essentially. I think that'd be far more interesting because it's not just like only Jedi can be turncoats. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And that's the only thing I can say I liked really about 789. It is the tale of seeing a Sith go good, which was essentially four, five and six. You see Vader's redemption. I mean, granted he dies like right after. Yeah. (laughs) Which so did Ben Solo. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, that's, I would love to see that. I was actually going to bring this up because I, I didn't, I didn't expect to bring it up on the podcast, but it was something that I wanted to talk to you about. So I've been (laughs) reading through a lot and listening to a lot of like them talking about like Siths and like, and just the different ones that have happened throughout the, throughout the legends, I guess the ones that aren't canon anymore. And there was a Sith that, it, that, that apparently lived his entire life. Like he became a Darth, he became an apprentice, then he became a master and he wasn't by all intensive purposes. He wasn't evil. Like he was, he used his, he, he was a businessman that found a excess amount of dark side energy on a, on a mining like meteor like on a meteor that they were mining and uh he basically just started studying it and studying it and going through and and finding out everything that was going through and then he used his own like business acumen and stuff like that to make uh basically he was able to use his own willpower to like stop himself from being tempted too far into the into the dark side so by all intents and purposes, the way like he goes through entire his entire life not fighting Jedi, not dealing with anything like that. He's just learning and learning and learning, and he basically did all of his time learning as much as he can about the old Sith ways and about the dark side, and then created like holocrons to pass it on to other Siths. Hmm. And then he died with like f- surrounded by friends and family. He wasn't a bad guy. He just went, like, and that was like, and that was the big thing. It was like he, was he wasn't a bad guy. And I was like, what a crazy idea for a Sith, like, because you think of them as bad guys, but it's just like, and I, it's more just like it's definitely tempting to want to go for more power and to want to do that type of stuff, but it's not. It is an idea of like, what if it wasn't inherently evil? Yeah, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's. I think that's the most tragic thing really about the newest ones is they had a whole universe with infinite possibilities and they, they chose to not make any of it canon. Yeah. (laughs) They just went for like the most unoriginal and I don't care what anyone says about the prequels. At least they tried. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, not gonna say that everything about the prequels is great, but at least they fucking tried. They I mean, went out there and they said, "We're gonna fucking try. We're gonna be fucking original. We're not gonna make a Death Star." I mean, <laughs> you, they fucking they, they did could, not they make did, a Death Star. They did not. They made some ships that kind of look like one, but they didn't <laughs> fucking do a Death Star. I mean, what's what's nice is that uh, the prequels are now not the worst trilogy. So. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the crazy thing is, though, is you get online and there's still, there's still, there's still fucking people out there that are like, no, the, the newer ones are better than prequels. Have, have you ever watched Topher Grace? Topher Grace uh, is a huge Star Wars person, and he's actually, like, recut the the prequels uh, down to, like, 18 minutes. And that 18 minutes is way better in, like, storytelling and literally every aspect 
but is like better in every way uh, to the actual prequels. Trevor Gracie's seventy show guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually liked him in Predators. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but but yeah. yeah so like, I, I was really fun in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. So it, it, I would just love a good, a good new trilogy. Yeah, I mean, and fuck, if you're just going for a goddamn cash grab, and you're not going for originality, be smart about it. Do like a Dragon Ball Z Kai thing, you know, where you're just like, here's all the movies. We're condensing all the movies down into three movies. And like Topher Grace did, where he just took pieces and cut yeah. it way down and made what really mattered matter. That's what Dragon Ball Z Kai did. Fucking great. I don't think I'll ever watch all the way through the original Dragon Ball Z because there's too much fucking filler. Oh, come on, man. That whole episode of him just powering up just to go Super Saiyan the very first time. Oh, dude, that's not come even, on. That's not even the worst. <laughs> you want to talk about the worst? You watch the Garlic Jr. saga. Oh, I can't. No, I can't. Yeah. No. Oh, or, 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 nope. how, <laughs> or the 800 episodes still, to get to Namek. I still like, think it's funny fuck. because there was a point where like... <laughs> I, I had to legitimately ask you what the Garlic Jr. saga was because I just totally f- did not remember it. It and doesn't it's, And matter. it's like the shortest saga, too. It's like, yeah. it's like what, 20 episodes and nobody likes it. Yeah, nobody. Like, it's the worst. It is so horrible. Um, so I just started rewatching basically Dragon Ball Z again. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So I watched uh, like Frieza and then... I skipped and went straight to Trunks. Like, I didn't, I, yeah. I can't even handle Garlic Jr. Like, we're going to just all the cool people skip are, over that. All the cool people are gone. Yeah. Like, it's just like, hey, what if there was a villain and all the idiots were left to fight him? <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess that's something. Uh, it turns out nothing mattered. <laughs> so going back to, like, the Topher cut, right? Um, I heard that... Uh, people were asking Disney to re-release um, the original trilogy before it got, you know, no special edition. Yeah, yeah, no, no special effects added to it. Like it's a like base original. Yeah. Like Han shot first. Greedo didn't fucking do anything because he's a punk bitch. You know, kind of thing. Like you're gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I agree with that statement. Oh, you thought Greedo was a punk bitch? Yeah, Greedo is a punk bitch. <laughs> can't, can't confirm. Was it, was it Jeremy that likes Greedo? I thought what I like Greedo in like his weird, stupid spinoffs. But when it comes to Greedo sitting down with Han, Han shot first. Yeah, oh, yeah. Greedo didn't do shit. Yeah, so he got shot in the gut and died. Which I think I think that would be really awesome, especially with uh, Disney trying to push Disney Plus down everybody's throat. I think that would be a good like selling point to just be like. Hey, you could watch the original uncut, like untampered with trilogy, and people would be like, "I mean, all right, dude." Dave Filioni and John Favreau are fucking killing it right now. I wish they would give them a three movie deal and just let them do whatever they want. Give them complete creative control and just say, "Make three Star Wars movies." I still, I bet you anything. I would be willing to bet that they would they would surpass the originals. Really? Oh yeah. I, because I was just about to ask you, like, like I could see that. Okay, Dave mm-hmm. Filioni. One Dave Filioni is a diehard Star Wars fan, so like he knows, like he knows what other fans want. He, right. He, you know what I mean? And John Favreau is weirdly really good. So I was telling Dane about this. I I was at work. I watch a lot of shit at work because I don't have a real job. So. uh <laughs> I watched Chef, 
which was his movie, and it's like yeah. about cooking. I was blown away. Like I went in there going like, ah, fucking, this is gonna be a fucking jerk fest. I, by the time the movie was over, I was like, I would watch that again. That was enjoyable. As John Favreau basically driving around a food truck. Yeah. And I was like, I would watch that again. If I think if you paired them up and gave them three movies, I do think they would surpass the originals. I, well, I think I they was, know enough about cinema and the lore. I think that they would fucking give us something great. Oh, yeah, for sure. It would be goddamn amazing, honestly. The big thing I was going to say, actually, is if anything should have been a cash grab, like that didn't need to be good it sh- it would have been mandalorian yeah out of all of that and, and it, the idea that that surpassed all three of the movies it's like weirdly is, saving the franchise yeah, right now yeah it, it literally is um i so i i i agree with what you're saying with john favreau and and the other dude um but i guess my my only question would be like would it have to stick with the Skywalkers because no, the original, I honestly no, believe no. Dave Filioni would not have anything to do. I think he'd either jump super far into the future or he would do the it, old Republic. No, I think he'd do somewhere between Skywalker and the old Republic. Okay. Cool. So hold on. Let me preference my question a little bit more yeah, is, is like you're saying that you think them making their own trilogy would surpass the original trilogy, right? What I'm asking is like, like I agree with that. If they went and did their own thing, do you think if they had to stick with the Skywalkers, right? Do you think that would still surpass the if the original? Had, if they had to stick with the Skywalkers, still, um, I think, I think, I think they would because I think they're smart enough to know that the Skywalker. Thing is like most people are you have the same opinion of like we've seen nine movies of the Skywalker shit it's all the same shit it's all yeah. the same timeline it all takes place in this part yeah something I new. think that even if they had to get stuck with the Skywalker thing if they were given creative control I think what they would do would go super far in the future where everyone's essentially dead anyone who was part of that shit yeah is dead and gone. There's been like either a new age of peace or a new age of war or whatever the fuck. And they would pick up the Skywalkers again. The bloodline lived, but yeah. it has now been so long and so much shit's gone. Or they, they, it's essentially forgotten. They got the DNA of Luke and they cloned him again. <laughs> they used his hand because and they made have you ever his seen hand and made Ray. Yeah. Have you ever seen <laughs> S- Sebastian Stan as uh like they cropped out his face and put him on Luke's body? I have not. Sebastian Stan looks spot on to Mark, yeah, like young Mark Hamill. It's Dude, awesome. I'm not gonna lie. When they had the the finale for season two of Mandalorian, I don't spoilers. I was gonna say, have either of you spoilers? <laughs> I I haven't. Uh, My, should I not say it then? No, go ahead. I probably won't see it because I, I don't have Disney Plus and I don't plan on getting it anytime soon. Well, if you can borrow mine if you want, but I I only have one rule: is if I ever get on it and I can't get on it, I'll send out a mass text. <laughs> Which is um, fair. No, my my brother in law is consistently like, you need to come over on your days off so we can actually watch it. So he it's, has it. It's um, really good. The the finale ends with uh, Luke Skywalker shows up, and I it was so good. I literally thought I didn't realize it was CG. Dang. And it's not like the best job done, but for yeah. a, for a good thirty seconds, I was like, "Is this a like?" I thought they got wow. somebody who looked like yeah. young Mark Hamill, and then so 
So the top two pictures, one is is it without He's it, naturally like, dark haired though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but so basically the two pictures are is just Sebastian Stan and Mark Hamill, and then the other picture is Mark Hamill, the same picture, and then Sebastian Stan's face on Mark Hamill's like head. His hair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's and it's, it's fucking damn close. So a lot of because I I did hear about the like ending oh. of of Mandalorian. Yeah. And and honestly, I think a lot of people are trying to get Sebastian Stan to play a young Mark Hamill again. Oh, I think it'd be great, honestly. Like why not? Yeah, I would be so down for it. I think it. the biggest problem is Mark Hamill because I think he's not dead and Mark Hamill's like Luke is mine like kind of thing. That's why just bring him in, put some some shit on his face and make him old Ben. Um, I think that if they were forced to do a Skywalker saga again, um, I think that they would be smart enough to just jump into the future. Yeah. Go far enough ahead. It's it's a few generations at least. So everybody else is dead and yeah. And then just like bringing other people. Yeah. Whether the Skywalkers have been long forgotten or what or not, I think it would still play to their benefit and Mm -hmm. be like, Hey, whole new story here. Whole new thing. Yeah. And guess what? There was a huge fucking thing that happened and no one possesses world-destroying shit anymore. Yep. <laughs> like, you know I those mean, lasers we used to have that could blow up planets? We don't have those anymore. Well, because that, honestly, that's one of the biggest things working against... <laughs> it, that works against Star Wars is, you know, they introduced that in the very first movie ever made, which is like, what if there's a weapon that could destroy a fucking planet? Yeah. And like that, and then how do you top that? Yeah, and make then it bigger. Yeah, and it's just like make it bigger. Give one, give every ship one, and it's make, just like make it a planet. Oh, Jesus, like come on, guys. Like, like it's funny that you were talking about the prequels and the that the prequels didn't do that. Well, technically they weren't allowed to do that, you know. Well, or, and the stupid thing. Well, too, I, to me, they kind of did, but it was it's in an opposite kind of yeah. viewpoint because that's why I don't like one very much. There's two reasons I just despise the pod racing i do not like it the whole sequence in general the only part is that i like is these aren't the droids you're looking for like after that you can get rid of that entire planet (laughs) the second part is the droids yeah yeah that irritates the piss out of me when you watch when you watch like four five and six and then you go back and you watch the prequels and you're like wait we had that kind of technology to have amazing fucking robots and huge freaking like uh, force fields and shit. What the hell happened? <laughs> yeah. Well, Clone Wars is what happened. Like, after like I get that, that but at the, at the same oh, time, yeah. when you're looking at it, you're like, this is dumb. Like, why didn't they just use this in like in four, five, and six? And instead of having a bunch of idiots that can't shoot a damn rock, like Star you Wars, have drones. Star Wars was the pioneer in learning why it's a pain in the ass to take a futuristic movie yep. and then make a prequel years later because yeah. everything else gets better. But you're still stuck with like a moment in time where things are not as good. I, I mean, like, I guess what, what the they could have done is they could have just been like, "All right, so we're gonna make these prequels." Uh, I went ahead and I bought all of the materials and all of the f- programs from 1980s. You're not allowed to use anything upgraded since then. So here's your old Mac computers. <laughs> Build your movies off of this. <laughs> Uh, also, Too much green screen. I'm a set yes. guy. I love set aliens. Yeah. One of the best movies in the world because of the sets. Yeah. Like, 
they do such good set work that even though you're looking at these computers that you're like, I'm pretty sure I have calculators more sophisticated than that computer. It's so believable because everything fits together. And next thing you know, you're not like, oh, that's a, not a very believable computer for the year 3000. <laughs> but then you're, but, but like everything syncs and looks so good together that you don't even think about that anymore. You're just immediately like engrossed. You're like, this is, this is right. This is how it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say for fuck's sake, Stop going to desert planets, for fuck's sake. Get well, off of them. You got to give a little bit of break to that, though, because there's only so many, realistically, so many planets you can do. No, I know, but, like, I, I was just <laughs> I thinking. mean, like, what are you, I mean, you got your forest world, you got your ice ones, you got your jungle ones, you got your desert ones, you got your uninhabitables. Right. No, I know. I was just mainly thinking of, of the ending of Nine, where Ray goes back to, uh, not Dagobah. Fucking Tatooine, Tatooine, and and it sh- is just on that planet now, and it's like you literally had the entire galaxy to literally fuck off to anywhere, and yeah. you picked fucking Tatooine. Yeah. No, she was no, going to become a moisture farmer. Yeah, Jakku, like, which is just a desert planet, which is You're just like, Tatooine. <laughs> you know what would have been an uh, interesting idea because you just mentioned the moisture farmer thing is that in it, it, they should have made it just a weird paradox where like. Ray is actually like the mother of, of like Anakin's mother, you know, kind of thing. She's her own grandma. Yeah. Basically like that would have been cool where it's like that weird, it's a weird circle cycle thing. Like I would have been all right with that. Just to be like, fuck out. All I can think of now is future. Lesson in not changing history from Mr. I'm my own grandpa. Yeah. But but yeah. There's a lot that they could have done that would have just been better it yeah. just turns out that that I, whole trilogy is actually before the <laughs> so yeah uh all right is that a wrap i, I yeah, think I that's think, it I, I think we finally i think that is uh, i would love god sure this one's probably incredibly long uh i i i we'll have to get together again because i want to share my opinions with solo with you dane um and rogue oh, one and stuff sure. so yeah. but we but I think a, that means we have a part three in the making. <laughs> a trilogy? A trilogy. What? <laughs> and it's weirdly better than uh, 789. Does that mean the next one's on mine? We'll figure out. Unless I don't care what you have to say. Rogue One is on par with the originals. I agree with that. Thank you. You don't know my opinion on Rogue One. So. Uh, well, last time right. we brought it up at Dane's house, Rogue One and Solo, you were like scoffing at it like a bitch. Well, I was. I, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Next time. <laughs> Let's dive in now. Eight hour podcast. <laughs> the only thing I would say with, with Rogue One was, was that I wasn't a fan of the trailers, which is what I brought up on Dane's podcast was I did the first trailer played Mike, at Hastings Mike, I and it did not me. get me. Huh? I'm oh, you have kidding. a gun. <laughs> you um, you must have stormtrooper aiming with that. Probably. But but anyway, so like yeah. But after more and more trailers, I saw the more and more I was like, I want to go see that. Yeah. So that that's where I leave it. But anyway, uh, Dane, stop watching trailers, man. That's that's what you need to do is <laughs> yep, stop, stop watching, watching trailers. trailers well, I go I go to the movie so much. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just like earmuffs. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> those sleep things and hey, some big old ears. Hey, mouth. Brad, can you put your hands over my ears while I cover my eyes? Thanks. Like, what? No. Let me know I want to hear the other person that has to hear chair. that conversation. Yeah, the person sitting behind you. <laughs> can you put my hands, your hands over my eyes while I put my hands over my ears? It, it would have to be post-corona. But, <laughs> but anyway. Brad, do it. Come on. Come on. Don't be a bitch. All right, Dane. Plug your stuff. Uh it is uh, the Dane and Friends podcast. It is going to be coming out. Definitely keep an eye out for it. You're going to see it on this on these guys' stuff when it actually gets launched. The first one is going to involve that good old boy over there and my brother Jonathan. It's going to be an absolute blast. Who is right here? That is not true. <laughs> I, just, I wanted him to stick his hand into the frame just to be like, eh. for sure. So can I do my plug? Yeah, yeah. go for it. Okay. Uh, before I go today, guys, one Temple of Doom chronologically is first. <laughs> it's important we remember. Is that this. really a plug? <laughs> yes. Two, I'm available for rent. <laughs> how many? How how much of the rent involves you giving people sexual favors? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Do you, <laughs> do you cup? Once we know again, <laughs> if you have to ask, you can't afford it, Mike. Customer we, service, I mean. I was going to say, we know Mike cups. I do cup. Only Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brad, uh, plug plug our stuff. Yeah, you can find us anywhere. You can find any other podcasting platform. Um, Spotify, Apple, Bullhorn, all those. Uh, we're also on YouTube, and we have merchandise on Teespring slash stores slash best friends discuss. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye. Why did you look like that? I don't know. I, I play it up for Bye. the for the for the cam cam.